Today is Monday, March 27, 2023. Trump torches Alvin Bragg's failing case at massive Texas rally. Exclusive reporting from the Benny Show exposes Pete Buttigieg's response to East Palestine disaster. And exclusive reporting from the Benny Show finally gets testimony for Joe Biden's sexual assault accuser. Cash Patel joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Who, man, over the weekend, you see a lot of bad economic news for America. You see a lot of bad economic news for the regime, and especially the people who collapsed this regime. They didn't build anything in this country, and they certainly are trying to destroy it quickly. That is absolutely afoot when it comes to the petrol dollar. The petrol dollar is something that has been around for my entire lifetime since the 1970s. All sales in oil has been tied to the dollar, but now you're starting to see Saudi Arabia move away from that. You're starting to see China and Russia move away from that. And even an African president from Zimbabwe saying, uh, yeah, hey, maybe it's time for everyone to dump their dollars. Yikes. What does this mean? Well, we're not exactly sure, but we do know it means bad things for your currency. So it is probably time right now to diversify your investments. Let me recommend to you gold. Ladies and gentlemen, diversifying into precious metals is the greatest hedge against government idiocy and the stupidity of the people running our country right now. Allegiance Gold is who I trust for my precious metals. Allegiance Gold is an A-plus company with the Better Business Bureau. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, and you can also have it delivered securely to your doorstep. Right now, get to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 84466-BENNY, protectwithbenny.com. So if you're looking for protection inside of the state of New York, I recommend that you leave. I recommend that you get out of the state of New York. I recommend that you move somewhere else. I moved out of a blue area to Florida. I wanted nothing more to do with the corruption and the collapse inside of blue areas in our country. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you are starting to see the collapse of the case against Donald Trump in New York. We have been covering this quite breathlessly, but I think it is very, very important for us to give you the details as they developed over the weekend. So Donald Trump held a massive 25,000 person rally in Waco, Texas, and Donald Trump talked about the case brought against him, saying this was a total and complete abuse of power and that he would be winning this case. Watch. The abuses of power that we're currently witnessing at all levels of government will go down as among the most shameful, corrupt, and depraved chapters in all of American history. Something right before your eyes. But we're going to end up winning. The Biden regime's weaponization of law enforcement against their political opponent is something straight out of the Stalinist Russian horror show. And you know, we go Stalinist Russia, that's what it was. This is where it seems to have begun from the standpoint of us watching it in semi-modern day history. You go back to communist China or look at a third world banana republic. That's what we've become between our borders and our elections and the weaponization of law enforcement. Banana republic, that's what we have become. Let there be no doubt the injustice is being done, not only to me, but to dozens of us. Our country will not stand, and we're not going to stand for it. You will be vindicated and proud, and the thugs and criminals who are corrupting our justice system will be defeated, discredited, and totally disgraced. That's what's happening. 
So Trump speaking at a completely massive rally in Waco, Texas, the left tried actually to sabotage this rally by having fake signups and so on. It backfired spectacularly, as it always does. Donald Trump, of course, is fighting a non-case, a zombie case. It is hard to really come up with the right adjectives to talk about how stupid and incessant and infantile this case being brought against him is. And it might wind up that Alvin Bragg is the one who goes to jail for bringing this because what Alvin Bragg is doing is prosecutorial misconduct. Donald Trump, there was a nuisance lawsuit against Donald Trump from someone named Stormy Daniels. His lawyer went and paid Stormy Daniels to go away. This is a common practice. And now they are saying that violates campaign finance law. That's insanity. Stormy Daniels lost all of her cases against Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels' lawyer is in prison. Donald Trump talking about Stormy Daniels calling her horse face. The district attorney of New York under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horse face. I never liked it. It's just not. It's terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one. There is no one. We have a great first lady. So Michael Cohen is at the crux of this case. Michael Cohen was Donald Trump's lawyer. He's the one who paid Stormy Daniels some money to go away. Again, nuisance lawsuit. This is a normal line of practice for any celebrity or any famous person. And ladies and gentlemen, Michael Cohen has said in writing to the Federal Elections Commission that Donald Trump had nothing to do with his payment. I mean, again, there was a bombshell document dropped last week that has Michael Cohen's own attorney saying Donald Trump had literally zero to do with his payment. So that's what they're trying to bring this trumped up charge to court and to amplify a misdemeanor into a felony. That's what's actually going on here. We've covered it ad nauseum. This case is falling completely and totally to pieces, uh, mainly because the star witness here uh, is very untrustworthy. Michael Cohen is a committed perjurer. He is a convicted perjurer. He has served jail time for lying to Congress and lying to federal authorities. Michael Cohen, who is a known liar, is the person that they are pinning all of their hopes and dreams on locking up Donald Trump on. Not a great plan. Donald Trump on Michael Cohen. Watch. They took the word of a proven liar, a convicted felon, and a disbarred lawyer, all the same person, believe it or not. You wouldn't think that could go to one person. It would be three, four, five over some of the most respected and prestigious people in the country and in New York City, some of the most respected. So Donald Trump calling this out, a convicted liar, a convicted felon. This is what they have. This is what they're shoveling into the open mouths of their screaming liberal base. Ah, there you go. Trump will go to prison. Got him. Definitely. It's the Stormy Daniels payment. We finally got him. Donald Trump, final clip from the rally. He was asked what the biggest threat to America is, and we think he nailed it. The rule of law is a tremendous threat to Western civilization. And I say, I was asked the other day, and I took a little heat for it. They said, who's our biggest threat? Is it China, sir? Or is it Russia? They said, no, our biggest threat are high-level politicians that work in the United States government, like Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi... Schumer, Biden, Justice Department, 
because that's poisoning our country. I can do things with China. I made the greatest trade deal in history with China. I don't even talk about it because sometime after that, fairly shortly, what happened with COVID, it was like I didn't want to talk about a trade deal. So the Republican messaging on this case has changed. Thank God they are now taking a very muscular, firm stance in favor of Donald Trump, in favor of political persecution, and in favor of election meddling. This is actual election meddling. This is why Alvin Bragg deserves to be dragged before Congress and answer these questions. James Comer this weekend saying effectively this, you are meddling in our elections by going after our politicians on these fake charges. Go. <laughs> Again, this is a, a local investigation. It's, it's not a sincere argument to say it's a local investigation when you're investigating a presidential candidate and the former president of the United States. Again, we believe that uh, this should be done on the on the federal level. We don't believe this is a good use of tax dollars. And if Mr. Bragg wants to come in and explain to us what he what he's doing and he makes a good uh, explanation, he makes a good argument uh, and we see that we're uh, in an area where we shouldn't belong such as the Republic, some of the Republican senators say, then then we'll back off. But we are sick and tired of uh, meddling in federal elections. And I don't believe that Bragg would be doing this if Donald Trump were not running for president. Call it what it is election meddling, and also call it what it is, the grounds for disbarment, Alvin Bragg, good old fat Alvin and the chipmunks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Alvin Bragg is facing disbarment potentially, according to Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz claiming that Alvin Bragg could be disbarred if he uses Michael Cohen's testimony to help secure a Trump indictment. Now, why would he claim this? Alan Dershowitz, obviously one of the greater legal minds of our time, is saying this because what he's doing is using a convicted perjurer, somebody who has already been known to lie under oath as the bedrock of his case. And also, Michael Cohen has two differing stories on this issue. So any prosecutor will tell you their favorite line to use in court is, are you telling the truth then or are you telling the truth now? Because you're lying somewhere and the jury doesn't like it when they get lied to. This is why they've had to delay this case, delay this case, delay this case. They are so scared. They are such they are on such shaky, thin ice here. Even Alan Dershowitz, who is not a member of MAGA, who is not a big time Trump supporter. Alan Dershowitz, who's just a constitutional law professor at Harvard, is saying, uh, yeah, Alvin Bragg should be disbarred. Well, I don't think an indictment can actually come forward now after the comments made by Costello. He has proved that the main witness is going to be a perjuring liar on the witness stand. And that puts the district attorney in a terrible position. If he uses Cohn as a witness, he could actually lose his bar license. It's unethical to put a witness on the stand who you know is lying, and he has to know that Cohn will be lying. Or he tries the case without Cohn, which is very difficult. Or he does the right thing. He drops the case. In, in Get Trump, I go through each of the four cases against Donald Trump. And I prove by precedent and evidence that none of the four cases has any basis in law. All four of them are politically motivated. So this is going to be another Democrat implosion against Donald Trump. How many times can they lie to their base? This is Munchausen by proxy. Because you have these leftists screaming in the street they've been lied to for seven years that they would get Trump, that Donald Trump was a big orange prisoner and that his jumpsuit would match his orange skin. And now it is falling apart once again. Donald Trump is the most acquitted president in American history. And now it looks like the case has already been dropped. 
breaking news here. Trump claims Manhattan DA Bragg has already dropped the case against him. Donald Trump made the assertion while speaking with reporters on his jet Saturday night after a campaign rally in Waco. Uh, we have been on Donald Trump's jet with him after these campaign rallies. Donald Trump, he's looking sharp. And Donald Trump, it is very refreshing to see somebody who's in American politics get up and off uh, his ass and down a staircase without falling. That sure is nice. Sure is a uh, refreshing sight. And we, we really do not ask much of our politicians to be able to just walk up and down stairs, I think is sort of a bargain basement. And it's nice to see Donald Trump go up and down the stairs of his plane without falling. Then after the rally, Donald Trump held like a two hour rally that we joined him at in Ohio. We got on Donald Trump's plane and then he's like playing DJ the entire time. He's like, ordering McDonald's. He, the, the entire plane smelled like McDonald's. He had like 400 Big Macs uh, there. I got chicken, chicken nuggets and fries and we all ate McDonald's and Donald Trump played DJ and then took questions for like two solid hours as we flew back to Florida. This was my experience on Donald Trump's plane. And so now it looks like Donald Trump, after his two hour Waco, Texas rally, Donald Trump is 76 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, the man just has a lot of energy. I can tell you that from personal experience. The man has a lot of energy. And so anyway, Donald Trump looked refreshed. Donald Trump was talking to 25,000 people in Waco, Texas. And then Donald Trump hopped on his plane and took a ton of questions. Former President Donald Trump claims the Manhattan District Attorney has already dropped the case against him. OK, so what does Donald Trump know? I think that they've already dropped the case. Trump says it's a fake case. Some fake cases. They have absolutely nothing. Trump didn't say what had led him to believe this that he was off the hook. A spokesperson for Bragg, a Democrat, declined to comment. <laughs> okay, this is what Donald Trump looked like. Zoom in on that. This is what Donald Trump looked like popping out of the, uh, you know, the SUV, the armed SUV that he travels in. I mean, listen, man, the guy's losing weight. The guy's looking refreshed. And every single time they bring these charges against him, it makes him look stronger and better. And it solidifies his base. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not just Donald Trump claiming that the charges have been dropped. Alan Dershowitz, once more, coming in to defend Donald Trump against these charges, saying this case has been dropped. Watch. And former President Trump has held a campaign rally in Waco, Texas, on Saturday night. He said he believes Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has already dropped the campaign violations case against him. Here's what Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz told me yesterday on Sunday Morning Futures. If I go through each of the four cases against Donald Trump and I prove by precedent and evidence that none of the four cases has any basis in law, all four of them are politically motivated. And I think the worst and the weakest case is the one in New York, which is based on a sworn, uh, admitted uh, perjurer who lied to his own lawyers. I would hope that maybe grand jurors finally would wake up and say, look, we're not ham sandwiches here. We're going to stand up for the law. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Standing up for the law is exactly what Congress is doing to Alvin Bragg right now, because what he's doing is interfering in a federal election. Congress has oversight over that. And now, oh, my, how the turntables have turned. Hostile subject. Alvin Bragg formally refuses to cooperate with congressional investigation. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg formally refused to cooperate with House Republicans' congressional investigation into unprecedented abuse of authority against the former president upon the expectation of the former president would be arrested 
this week in connection with Bragg's investigation. Now, we are learning that the grand jury is reconvening today after delaying three times last week after these massive revelations absolutely collapsed the case against Trump. Bragg denied providing testimony or documents to House Republican leadership due to an unprecedented inquiry into a pending local prosecution. Yeah, local prosecutions, man. They are absolutely trying to swirl uh, the drain here on anything they can do against Donald Trump. They are very, very scared. This is going to have a very bad repercussion for Alvin Bragg. Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that he needs to be arrested. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeting this weekend, it's time to arrest Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. Man, this is smoke you don't want. This is heat you don't want. Our sources inside the DA office telling us that Alvin Bragg is in chaos right now. His entire office is in collapse. There are prosecutors that are career prosecutors that work inside of this office, and they don't want to be dragged into this kind of stuff. And while the DAs may be elected, there are a bunch of career officials and attorneys that work for him, and they are in open revolt. Bragg is on the verge of indicting an innocent former president, top presidential candidate against the opposing ruling party. Bragg is breaking the law and trying to incite civil unrest. Soros-funded political war. Hold him accountable. Marjorie Taylor Greene is joined by Rand Paul saying, arrest Alvin Bragg. Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail. Firm words for Rand Paul, who uh, certainly holds his fire. Stormy Daniels lawyer, Michael Avenatti says that there, there like, is no case here. What is this? This is the guy who's serving 14 years in federal prison for bringing fake cases against Donald Trump. Former Stormy Daniels lawyer Michael Avenatti raises doubts about the Manhattan District Attorney's case against President Trump. The staunch critic of Trump, Avenatti, highlighted the unreliability of star witness Michael Cohen. He argued that the former president's legal team will tear through his testimony in a hypothetical trial and will put any indictment reliant on Cohen in jeopardy. Avenatti tweeted this. We're not sure how Avenatti is tweeting from jail. I don't know. Maybe they have very loose chains in jail these days. I've been on I've been consistent for five years. Never underestimate the ability of Michael Cohen to screw something up by engaging in stupidity, lies, and sheer effery. Never zero not hero. So if you're losing Michael Avenatti, you have some major, major problems. Avenatti previously cast aspersions on the case. This is not the first time that Michael Avenatti has said that this case is complete trash. Uh, Michael Avenatti uh, tweeted, there are many critical facts and pieces of evidence, texts and so on and so forth, hush money and so on and so forth for this trial. Uh, At this point, you simply can't build a case on Cohen. So wait, you're telling me that Alvin Bragg is dumber than Michael Avenatti, who's serving 14 years in the federal pen for lying and defrauding his clients? Great idea. Creepy porn lawyer who was absolutely disemboweled on Tucker Carlson uh, is smarter than Alvin Bragg. So this shows you exactly the IQ of the people that we're dealing with. And they probably have James O'Keefe in their office. (laughs) That's right. Alvin Bragg, if a hot girl invites you out for drinks during this case— not trying to help you out here, but it, it's 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 not because um, it's not because she's uh, she's into Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, body types. It's because she's James O'Keefe. And James O'Keefe uh, indicates that he has sources inside of Alvin Bragg's office. James O'Keefe suggests he has insiders in the Trump grand jury. Former Project Veritas head James O'Keefe is suggesting that he has insiders in the grand jury. Oh my, oh my! Trump has suggested that he would be arrested this week, potentially. He is being probed by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg over payment he made, well, 
over a payment made to adult actress Stormy Daniels. Donald Trump, based on all available evidence, had absolutely nothing to do with it. A grand jury is reporting, uh, reportedly considering charges against Trump. O'Keefe, uh, an O'Keefe supporter, wondered whether O'Keefe has someone on the inside, and O'Keefe suggested he has multiple insiders. Check out this tweet. Ladies and gentlemen, the real question is, how many do we have on the inside? Stay tuned, O'Keefe wrote on Twitter. James O'Keefe launching his OMG media company last week. And it's coming out swinging, baby. Uh, Speaking of swinging, I hope that Alan Bragg does not have a uh, uh, glass jaw because, man, he's getting clobbered by a recent poll. 74% of Americans say Bragg's indictment would have no impact. Or help Trump's presidential campaign. Yikes. A new poll has found the majority of Americans believe former President Donald Trump being indicted in relation to alleged hush money payments uh, made to Stormy Daniels would help him not hurt him in the 2024 campaign. The poll conducted by Trafalgar Group, partnership with conservative states actions, found that a combined 74 percent of Americans believe the potential indictment of Trump would either have no impact on the presidential campaign, or would help Donald Trump. Now, you've seen that, of course. You've seen Donald Trump absolutely skyrocket in polls as of late uh, because of this, and this is because Donald Trump is the magic man. What, what is Donald Trump's magic? We said this on uh, Steve Bannon's War Room. We, we will stay consistent in this, in that Donald Trump's absolute magic is that this New York billionaire who has skyscrapers around the world with his name on it can somehow relate better To you, the average American, the normal person who just cares about the potholes in front of their house, just wants the government to fix the damn potholes and deliver clean water. They can't even do that in the city of Philadelphia. We'll get there. city of Philadelphia said, hey, don't drink the tap water. It's all poison. Great. We're run by the smartest people. All normal Americans want, living in normal America, is to be left alone. And if the government interferes in their life at all, it should be to help them, not to hurt them. Of course, the opposite is true. Donald Trump gets that, and that's why people relate with Donald Trump. So Donald Trump's polls go up when you attack Donald Trump. That's the magic of the guy. That's absolute magic. And it, that that is defying gravity as it pertains to the rules of politics. When you attack someone, their polls should go down. You see this with Joe Biden. He screws up. Joe Biden's polls are swirling the very bottom of the toilet right now. Joe Biden is now at 38% cumulative poll, RPC average. And what does that mean? That means he's at historic lows, and that's with the Praetorian Guard of the media. Imagine if our media actually did work and actually reported just fairly. I'm not talking about having right-wing media. I'm talking about just having normal media reporting fairly on the things that are actually happening right now because the world is in complete and total chaos under Joe Biden and under weak leadership. Weak men create hard times, as they say, and we are in the fourth turning. And so this is what we're looking at right now, the magic of Donald Trump. And when you attack the person who is the vessel for millions of Americans, right, 75 million Americans voted for the guy, an increase of some 15 million from 2016, well, you're talking about a huge plurality of Americans who see Donald Trump as their vessel. And when you attack him, he's going to get more popular. So the left is just really, really stupid, just continue to take the Looney Tunes hammer and smack them in the head to use the Acme box, Wiley Coyote, trying to get the roadrunner Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump has been attacking Ron DeSantis on the trail. This is essentially a two-man race, Donald Trump versus DeSantis. We do have news on that. Here's Trump on DeSantis. News reports are saying that the Texas crowd fell eerily silent when Donald Trump attacked Ron DeSantis uh, over the weekend. Uh, We thought this clip was interesting. Take it away. 
When a man comes to me, tears in his eyes, he's at almost nothing in the polls. And he's fighting somebody that's at 42, and he's got almost $30 million in the bank. He's at almost nothing. He's got no cash. And I say, I can't give you an endorsement. There's no way you can win. You're dead. But he fought a little bit, like 150. He was certainly no Jim Jordan, that I can tell you. He fought a little bit, just a little bit, on impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, meaning on television, because I didn't know him very well. So what reports are saying is that the crowd went eerily silent. Typical raucous crowd at former President Trump's Waco rally didn't give him the love when he mocked Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and expected presidential rival Ron DeSantis has not announced. Speaking to his supporters, Trump recounted how DeSantis asked him for an endorsement for his 2008. 18 governor's race. Trump gave him that endorsement. DeSantis ended up winning. The former president ultimately touted himself as DeSantis's savior. Uh, but as Trump imitated DeSantis in a pleading voice, the throngs went silent. I will tell you this reflects, I believe, what a lot of people are telling me, which is that they want a direct focus on Joe Biden. No matter what, they want the focus to be on Joe Biden. There is enough happening with Joe Biden that people want the focus to be on the collapsing of the American empire, which is happening right now. The collapse of the American dollar, the collapse of our economic system, the collapse of our banks, the collapse of our border. So that's what that's what normal rank and file Republicans are telling me. People are telling me they don't like it. We'll see, of course, what happens with Ron DeSantis, if he'll even announce. Uh, and we'll also see what happens in the polls. Right now, Ron DeSantis' cumulative is down by like double digits against Donald Trump. Uh, a time for choosing. Trump reportedly will not hire anyone who works for Ron DeSantis. Former President Donald Trump is reportedly drawing battle lines against Florida Ron DeSantis by blackballing anyone who works for him. This is based on uh, insiders in Donald Trump's camp uh, talking uh, to the press. Trump campaign aide Justin Corporal who helps lead Trump's advanced team, has declared that anyone who helped DeSantis a recent book tour is persona non grata, according to Real Clear Politics. The edict will be applied more broadly. Trump, top Trump allies told the site. Well, let me tell you what. Uh, my take on this is pragmatic because I watched Donald Trump get sabotaged every single day of his administration by people who actually didn't care about Donald Trump and people who cared about their own personal agendas. In the White House, you'd have a very different America today if Donald Trump had loyal people that were with him in the White House. So I can actually understand Donald Trump's take here. I can really understand this positioning. You had a lot of extremely vicious, disloyal people. And I know for a fact that the entire RNC was staffed with never Trumpers, which was not helpful during Donald Trump's presidency. Of course, there were many other things that hindered the presidency, uh, including but not limited to uh, Russia hoaxes and uh, dirty tricks by Barack Obama and Joe Biden and the left. But the fifth column inside of the Republican Party that acted against Donald Trump and wouldn't even pass border security. Donald Trump tried to build the wall so many times. They said it was $5 billion. That was way too much. And here we are giving $200 billion to Ukraine. No, these Republicans are absolute and total scum. They they do not have your values. Donald Trump called them out on it. Uh, but it is... Uh, some very, very uh, uh, dis disloyal to Donald Trump uh, individuals who really kneecapped a lot of his agenda. So I can I can I mean, I listen, man, on a pragmatic level, uh, I can completely and totally under, you know, understand that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, 
really am excited about the next story that we're about to get to because we broke some huge news this weekend, The Benny Show. I want to thank all of you for being part of it. We are heading out into the field and doing real reporting, and that is delivering real results. And we have two stories that are breaking – that have made huge news across the country that are directly – tied to this show and this audience. And we want to thank you and we want to give you the credit. Uh, but first, we wouldn't have been able to do this journalism. We wouldn't have been able to get these stories if we did not have dependable cell phone coverage. That is why I trust Patriot Mobile with my cell phone coverage. Patriot Mobile is the only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. You can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer coverage guarantees. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free. All this plus the knowledge you're supporting of free speech, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military first, first responders first, company. Ladies and gentlemen, we go out in the field and we use Patriot Mobile and we are proud of their service. We are happy to be using them, obviously, for their morals, but also for their coverage, which is very important when you're out doing real journalism. You can make the switch today for free. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny or call them right now, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny, patriotmobile.com slash Benny. We went to Washington, D.C., and we staged a prank in front of the Department of Transportation. We love the people of East Palestine. The people of East Palestine remind us, uh, remind me of the little small Midwestern town that I grew up in. These people have been absolutely abused by our administration. And these people had their water, earth, and home poisoned by the same bureaucrats that claim to care so very much about poor people, impoverished people, the environment. All of it was proven a fraud when they completely nuked the town of East Palestine with chemicals. And so we went as a show and set up a East Palestine water company in front of the Department of Transportation. Now, in the middle of that prank, which went viral and was very, very fun, the original video, uh, we had a whistleblower come up to our table and saw what we were doing with the East Palestine Water Company and began to just spill insane amounts of news about what was going on inside of the building. This person was a 25-year veteran inside of the Department of Transportation. Uh, we did everything that we can to protect their identity, but what they were telling us is so important about how the Department of Transportation operates. First and foremost, your worst, your worst beliefs when it comes to the East Palestine situation uh, have been realized in the testimony of this whistleblower. You thought that this was probably because of the craven, malicious political hatred of an area of the country that voted plus 70% for Donald Trump. You were proven right. The whistleblower told us that everything inside of the Department of Transportation is red versus blue, all of it. They only care about blue states. They prioritize blue states and blue areas only, and they ignore red states. Whistleblower, take it away. I'm now on a project of handing out money. Yeah. We're supposed to be subjective or objective. Mm -hmm. They'll step in. Well, we want this project because it's, it's, it's a you know, blue state. Oh, well, no matter how bad it is, so they appoint these leaders of each group, and then they, they make sure the money be that's how it works. That it goes to a blue state, not a red state. Right. So you think this was politically motivated in East Palestine? 
Yeah. It was at this point that we couldn't believe our ears. The Department of Transportation allocates money based on red states or blue states that they straight up decided not to help East Palestine because of their political affiliation. This was a county, of course, that voted for Trump by 70%. So this was politically motivated. And you have that directly from inside of the building. So the whistleblower also told us that even though he worked with the federal railroad, that there was absolutely no panic. There was no incentive for anyone to do anything. As soon as they saw the East Palestine chemical explosion, well, nothing really happened. And there was no urgency at all. They were making a cold calculation against the people of East Palestine. Watch. In Federal Railroad, and we- I don't get it. Nobody panicked, there's no scramble. It's like, why? Dude. Why aren't we taking this serious? Yo, I gotta tell you, I went, we went there, you know, like right away and it was bad. Oh, I'm sure it was. The eyes were stinging, the mouth was stinging, and we were seeing these little kids. I'm like, man, this sucks. And I I don't care where you come from politically, no kids should live like, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. Even like conservatives, a lot of Republicans were like, where's the federal government? Yeah. We were asking what's going on here. Well, now we know. It was craven political lunacy saying that these people don't matter because of how they vote. Now we have that from inside of the building. Also, the only people that do matter are union jobs and our union paymasters. This whistleblower told us that the technology that could have prevented the East Palestine train crash has been shelved by the Department of Transportation in favor of union jobs and in favor of their union contracts. Now, I'm all for American workers, but when you nuke people's town with chemicals, you should wish for the safest possible technology to prevent those kind of things from happening. And this whistleblower is saying none of those security protocols have been implemented because the unions don't want them. And the Biden administration is totally and completely subservient to the unions, which is their voting base. Watch. So twice weekly, the regulation requires human being to walk the tracks or ride a vehicle over the track and look for defects. Interesting. That's the regulation. Yeah. So the railroads about three years ago say, hey, you know, we can do that better with automatic inspection systems, computers on vehicles. They measure, they shoot laser beams. It's a fact. They capture information that's better. Yeah. This administration put a hold on all that because it takes away union jobs. So now it's coming out that, hey, wouldn't have this derailment maybe if it had been trapped caused. Maybe an automatic system would have found that versus human eyes, probably. That's how they do everything. This administration is uh, everything's for the labor unions. I don't make it up, but. Dude. I can tell you this unofficially, but that's how it is. Man. Listen, there, there are people who still believe in the, like the mission and it gets destroyed by the ambitions of of bad bad women left and right people are leaving really wow so this whistleblower is a man who is presumably moral he's trapped in an immoral system and he needed to scream the truth he needed to tell someone he needed to explain the evil things that were happening inside of that organization now this video has been seen by over 5 million people and has over 5 million views, the DOT whistleblower confirming a couple of things. One, that it was politically motivated in East Palestine. 
These people were ignored because of their politics. Two, that everything the DOT does is politically motivated. It's not just East Palestine. They will prioritize blue states over red states all day long. They don't care. All of it is cravenly political. They will prioritize union jobs over safety, that they drive these trains through little rural towns because those towns don't vote for them. They would never drive them through big cities. So they're happy to poison you and your children if you live in rural America because you don't vote the right way. They've never dared do that in the middle of Pennsylvania, in the middle of a Pittsburgh or a Philadelphia. No, no, no. Those are the favored poor, you see. They wouldn't do that to their own voter base. It is despicable and disgusting. This whistleblower, of course, also confirmed that Pete Buttigieg is a deeply unpopular person. At the beginning of the video, he straight up says, hey, this this building is empty. Nobody likes Pete Buttigieg. Everyone's looking for the door. When Pete Buttigieg, who has his own dining room, he doesn't dine with us, this guy says, uh, Pete Buttigieg walks through the building. They have to essentially cobble together people to stand there and applaud for him because the building is completely empty. Wow. James O'Keefe, get a uh, camera inside of these federal buildings. I think you'll find that. Get a little camera and walk through these federal buildings. Wow. So really devastating stuff. We are happy to bring you that reporting. This is what happens when you go out into the field. And just a personal note on this, shame on our corporate press. We're, you know, I'm just one man and we're just one little company here. And we're able to do more bombshell reporting than these billion dollar media companies that are operating inside of Washington, D.C. We set up a prank and this story just landed in our lap. That's how easy it would be to bust the Biden regime on their lies. We set up a joke. We're handing out East Palestine water as a joke. Look at this image. It's just a prank. And we were able to break a bombshell story. This is how lazy and corrupt and craven your media is. This is how much they protect Joe Biden. This is how hard they work to keep news from you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that is why we're really, really excited on a couple of projects that we're working on right now inside of the company uh, where you can support us and support our journalism and continue because we're just going to have to build it ourselves. And we're prepared to do that. We're going to build it ourselves. We're going to get out there and we're going to actually do the journalism that is required and bringing truth to you and speaking truth to power, not power to truth. The way that the corporate press acts right now is they speak power to truth. They take the power as the Praetorian Guard for the elites, and then they clobber you with power, and they try and shut down truth. They try and censor you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will not be censors. We will not be silent, and we will continue to bring you these stories because we will continue to get out of our studio and to get into the real world and ask real questions. We're really, really excited about it. One question that we asked of the individual who is a sexual assault survivor— her name is Tara Reed. Tara Reed was on the program last week and made a ton of news. But the biggest clip that went around the world and was seen by 20 million people was Tara Reed saying, hey, uh, I have not yet been called in by Republicans in Congress to testify about Joe Biden's sexual assault against me. I want to be heard. Why is it that every single person no matter how absurd it is, remember Julie Swetnick, the like gang rape boofing Kavanaugh person who admitted that they made it all up. These Kavanaugh accusers have admitted to the press that they've made it all up. They have straight up said they never met Brett Kavanaugh. These people got the spotlights, the grand stage, 
the microphone, the eyes of the world upon them. And Tara Reid has not yet been called into Congress. And she complained about that on our show. That clip went viral. Watch. You know, regarding my case, he would lie straight to the cameras. He was on, I think, the Morning Joe show and just lied flat out. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's frustrating to see because it's not just my case. You know, I'm I've, moving forward. I'm hoping for justice. I did reach out and say I wanted to go under oath that I would testify in Congress. I have received a response. We are going to meet and there is a possibility there will be an investigation into Joe Biden. Wow. And I will go under oath and I will testify. Wow. So, wow, that clip went on Jesse Waters' show and that put some real heat on Republicans. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to deliver you real world results from this show and this audience. Tara Reid, Biden's accuser, will will deliver testimony to Congress. We are extremely happy to tell you that uh, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene have confirmed that James Comer will allow Tara Reid to testify about what Joe Biden did to her. And it was all because of this audience. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, Kavanaugh frauds, lies perpetrated on the American people. Kavanaugh accuser admits to fabricating rape story. Look at this. Do you remember when Kavanaugh was the only thing you would hear about day and night, night and day? The entire planet stopped turning for months for a lie. That is what the corporate press do to us. It is time for us to return the favor. And if there is a credible sexual assault accuser for Joe Biden, well, she better get a stage. And we are very happy to have provided that on this show. It's you ladies and gentlemen, that are breaking two huge stories. Probably the most viral video on earth right now is our Department of Transportation whistleblower that's seen, there was no other video that dropped last night that's seen by multiple uh, tens of millions of people in our category of distribution, national politics. So it's the number one story in the world right now and also Tara Reid testifying directly because of this audience. And so we say thank you. We want to deliver excellence to you every single show and every single day. And that is why we always bring on excellent guests joining us right now. Cash Patel, a man who will be able to probably pick apart this case against Donald Trump with extreme lethal precision. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Cash Patel joins the program. Cash, what's up, man? Hey, Benny. Great to be back with you. And um, I owe you two things. I owe you one thing. You still got to send. tell me where the Cash Foundation can send the check for East Palestine because yes. of your great efforts there. So I want to get that done. And if your whistleblower uh, needs uh, financial support, we have a whistleblower program for him to help him financially. So let me know. Cash, you're always right on time. It sounds like, the, according to your uh, old boss and current boss, Donald Trump, but they may be dropping this case against him. You're a federal prosecutor. So talk to me about this case. Um, this seems to be a bizarro world, a, like total absurdity. And the backfire on Alvin Bragg's office is intense. It's been massive. And look, I hate to say it, but it's kind of true. All roads lead back to Russiagate. Remember when they withheld evidence of innocence from a federal court, then lied to the federal court to unlawfully surveil 
the target Donald Trump and his team? Well, <clears throat> that's what they've done here. To me, as a former federal public defender and prosecutor, evidence and the law, that's what you're supposed to present to a grand jury, not politics and your political desires. And they hid from this grand jury Costello's testimony. And your audience is well-versed now. Costello was Cohen's lawyer. Costello literally had documentation from representing Michael Cohen that said the exact opposite of what Michael Cohen testified to, to the grand jury, to try and get Donald Trump charged and indicted. And by the way, Michael Cohen is the same federal convict who went to federal prison for three years for lying and defrauding people out of money. Then you have this other witness who presents a ream of papers that Michael Cohen authorized him to send him and said, I presented this to the federal prosecutors. DOJ, where I used to work, refused to bring this case. Letitia James, who ran on indicting Donald Trump, refused to bring this case as a state, New York State's number one cop. Now we have Alvin Bragg, and surprise, surprise, the grand jury was never shown those documents. Instead, it was piecemealed out. They were shown six pages of something like 600, and they were not provided the critical evidence to contradict the lies of the witness that Alvin Bragg had built his case on. So <clears throat> look, in New York, there's this old saying, you can indict a ham sandwich. It's true. Um, but I think I heard someone say that Alvin Bragg may have eaten this ham sandwich instead of uh, indicting it. And that's because he played fast and loose with the facts and the evidence and he got caught. And he got caught because Trump had the masterful stroke of media genius to put a law enforcement system on defense because he was being unlawfully targeted yet again. And the world thought he was crazy when he did it. But look what happened in a week. Now we're talking about the fact that he might not get indicted at all and he shouldn't. Yeah. So now you're talking about major repercussions for the office. Now you're talking about withholding evidence. This mm. seems to be a major legal malpractice. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene and Rand Paul joining forces, both houses mm. of Congress saying Alvin Bragg is the one who should potentially be prosecuted here. Are, are there grounds for disbarment? Disbarment, absolutely. I don't think this DOJ is going to prosecute Alvin Bragg. You have to remember the government gangsters that are still in charge. Merrick Garland and Chris Ray are not going to go after Alvin Bragg. But let's also remind you of how the disbarment effort works. Remember Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI attorney who doctored the information that was presented to the FISA court, conducting a felony in the process? He was convicted. He, of course, didn't go to prison, got a probationary sentence. He was disbarred. But do you know what the D.C. bar did just last year? They reinstated him in full. So, yes, there are grounds for disbarment when you lie to a grand jury, when you bring a case not based on fact and law, and it should be investigated. But the people that investigate it, the New York State Bar Association, they'll probably reprimand him at worst. And if they disbar him, he'll be rebarred, you know, just like Kevin Kleinsmith was. So there's really no accountability there tragically, but the accountability win is the same as it was in Russiagate. The American public in the world knows Donald Trump committed no crime. He was illegally targeted yet again. And anyone around him um, who wants to get him can get aboard the kill Trump train and get run over by the Trump train itself. <laughs> So, yes, we are we are talking about trains that are running places over like East Palestine. Donald Trump went there, obviously proving once again that Donald Trump can bring an incredible amount of hope uh, to a place. And he was the only person who showed up. I mean, it really is wild. He showed up before Pete Buttigieg. We have a big DOT whistleblower story that's going absolutely viral on our media right now. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump, of course. 
a show of force this weekend, 25,000 people in Waco, Texas. Can you yeah. give us a bit of an update from the campaign? How is Donald Trump like what what's his mindset right now? Uh, what are the next big moves? Yeah, you know, I just saw him the last week. Yeah, a few days ago. And his mindset is he's in the best spirits I've ever seen. It continues to grow. I, I don't know any other human being that can take the incoming fire and actually grow. He's like a character from X-Men that's sort of like every time a missile is fired into him, he gets like bigger, like the Hulk. And he just finds a way, though, to simplify it all and deliver that message to the American people like he did in Texas. It literally, like his simple line of, they're not com they're coming for you, I'm just in the way. He's gonna be their retribution. He's right, the only way we solve this if we have a commander in chief who puts the power of government back in the people and takes it away from the government gangsters that have robbed us, like Gray and Garland and you know, literally everyone else over there, Buttigieg. Um, and so, I think his ability, like in 2015 and onwards, to just simplify, like, hey, do you want 110 billion in Ukraine or do you want 10 billion on our border so our children don't eat Chinese fentanyl gummy bears and die? It's a really simple message. It's not like rocket science. And just the ability to call, you know, we have not to get into foreign policy stuff, but Iran and Saudi Arabia are now friends. Yes. And the CCP brokered this deal to help Iran get closer to a nuclear weapon. You would think that's the only thing the modern world would want to talk about, but they want to talk about Alvin Bragg. That's the problem. And his ability to deliver on those key issues that the world is forgetting about is reminding people that America is off the international stage. We're not even on the phone call list at the bottom. They don't bother to even send us an email. It's so humiliating for us in our country, obviously, with your role inside of the DOD. This has got to hit near and dear to your heart yeah. watching Russia and China coalesce into a mega power that could absolutely take on America, watching the Mideast and Ukraine have their peace brokered by China. America, again, is not part of the conversation. We look like belligerent children. Uh, this has got to this has got to really, really hurt somewhere deep down because i know you love our military i know you love our department of defense and the people who work there uh but it seems like we were being led by the people who are not just not just incompetent people who are like openly malicious because they're doing the things you're never supposed to do you're never supposed to have china and russia come together as <laughs> as pals and allies i mean am i wrong this is a final question cash but like it does seem like we're living in bizarre world where you're doing the absolute opposite like a fifth column inside of America that is just trying to do the absolute worst possible things to upend global order. No, you're right. Remember World War II and the axis of evil? Well, we have a modern day version of it with China, Russia, and Iran. And now they're all opening up financial systems to Iran and they're providing metal and minerals and all these other resources and ammunition and weapons when they couldn't have gotten them before, all because they hate America. We are their number one adversary, like they are ours. And our military has been driven by this woke ideology in Congress. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. Congress is looking to strip people from their military pensions of 20 years if they make over X amount of money after leaving the military. That is literally a bill in Congress right now. I'm not kidding. So this is how the ethos of Washington is. And this is what they are focused on. Instead of going on offense and taking on Russia and not allowing spy balloons and God knows what else is being allowed on this watch. They are there to glorify their own egos. And I can't tell you the global calamity that we are facing if the petrodollar is replaced by the petro yuan. That is literally China's play. 
And Saudi Arabia has bought into it. If the American dollar is no longer the currency that backs the oil industry around the world, that's not a financial crisis. That is a national security crisis of epic proportions because America doesn't manipulate our currency. China does. And if they own the oil markets through their yuan, then the dollar will become worthless and they will own global trade. I don't think people realize that. And DOD is doing nothing about it. The intelligence community is doing nothing about it. They did say, oh, we got an email from China and Russia when they went to talk to Iran. Oh, great. Did you do anything to stop that deal? Did you leverage sanctions? Did you kick out diplomats like we did in the Trump administration? Of course not, because they think, as Joe Biden said, um, it's a good thing that they're talking. It, it really does feel like a fifth column. It feels like the people that are running this country are intent on its downfall and are betting on China, as Joe Biden clearly through his finances did. <laughs> uh, Cash, please come back to talk about that. We look forward to that being the news cycle uh, and being able to talk to focus more on Joe Biden and less on Alvin Bragg, who seems to be just a massive, uh, unhealthy distraction right now and, and our future. Cash, where can people find your work and where can people join you? Uh, just go to fightwithcash.com, fightwithcash.com with a K. Um, get my new book on pre-order, governmentgangsters.com. The DOD is withholding the release of the manuscript, but uh, newsflash, we're taking them to court this week or next week, and we're going to get this thing out and uh, support everything we do at fightwithcash.com. And I'm on Truth Social at Cash. And Benny, if that DOD whistleblower needs financial assistance, literally I've set up a foundation for whistleblowers. We've helped three FBI ones already. We're happy to help that individual you let me know. Hey, whistleblowers will abound. Apparently, James O'Keefe has multiple inside of the grand jury or Alvin Bragg's office or something. So we'll we'll wait to see that. <laughs> Cash, you'll be a busy man. Thank you so much for joining the program. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Fightwithcash.com. We are always so proud to have Cash on the program. He is a fighter. We need fighters. We are facing very tough times, the most dangerous of times, a true fourth turning and truly a moment where you should be prepared for a fight. And if you are wishing to fight, you should always keep your eyes focused on the truth. The truth shall set you free, and that is why we share a Bible verse every single show. And this Bible verse today is about fighting. It is from 1 Timothy. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of your eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Fight the good fight. Fight with faith. Hold on to your eternal life and know that you have the victory, ladies and gentlemen, in the end. Continue the battle, continue the fight, and make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that you keep your eyes focused on what is right. Whew, fighting the good fight. That is what we do on this program every single day. We are happy to be fighting. We are happy to be winning and delivering real results for you, and we thank you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.